The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to another week of the panel discussion, your home for comic book talk every week, right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and with me uh, today and just about every week, Count well, Adam. I'm coming at you, Will Smith, but well, unfortunately, our good friend Micah is not here today. Uh, he, got a, he got a case of the uh, brown apple splatters. <laughs> Little little explosive diarrhea, and I'm not I'm not I'm not upset that he's not here because it sounds like it would have been awful in this sound booth if he yeah. did come. Yeah, he uh, for those who watch professional football, he he pulled a Lamar Jackson tonight where he had to crap himself in the last minute and just had to disappear. <laughs> so um, I he's mean, he's taking some probiotics right now. Yeah. I mean, he's got Uncle Eddie sitting outside his house, just <laughs> you know, shitter is full, man. He's got he's got to hose that stuff down. That's what happens. I, I hope people realize that we're not joking either. Like this is no, this, this is literally literally this is what literally, happened. I, he I, I was out for a jog <laughs> before I come into the panel discussion. I like to get get a little jog in, and I love wintertime running. And I get a text that's like, "Hey guys, sorry I can't make it. I, I don't know what's happening in my anus, but it's leaking <laughs> everywhere." Verbatim, absolutely verbatim. <laughs> I mean, it happens to the best of us. He it probably does. had some bad soy. It. it <laughs> happens man it does it certainly does michael we wish you the best man just wipe accordingly i <laughs> <laughs> uh, see i gotta go the opposite i got three girls normally i'm saying wipe you know front to back now i'm saying wipe back to front micah wipe accordingly yes wipe accordingly. <laughs> baby wipes are your friend man <laughs> they most certainly are uh we have a lot to talk about today and we have so much to talk about today that we've decided to not do a comic book reading. Yeah, I mean, there's so much damn news. It's crazy. I mean, Disney Disney just killed it. Disney, like, I, I was like, 2020 sucks. I What what have I got? They what gave me I, hope. I, uh, Disney, Disney comes out, and they just, they fulfill all my expectations, and I am so excited for this year and next year, and, man... I'm I'm pumped. So much news. So much stuff coming out. It is. Uh, they they announced stuff I didn't know was happening. My yeah. wife apparently did. I didn't know it was happening. But uh I think we're gonna go through like tier by tier. I think so. Do you wanna start off with it with the Star Wars stuff? We'll go Star Wars. We'll go Star Wars and Star. I mean, Obi Wan Kenobi, we knew this series was coming, but little did we know that Hayden Christensen is coming back. It was rumored. He's coming back, Anakin yeah. Skywalker. Uh, the other thing that just was leaked today is Tamara Morrison. He's just going to be rolling in fat cash. Good. Because he's going to be reprising Captain Cody for the Obi-Wan series. Is he really? So, I mean, he's going to be in Mandalorian as Boba Fett. Good. Uh, he's going to be Captain Rex in Ahsoka. Let's not lie. Yeah. He's just going to be like, yeah, I'll play a zillion different roles. I'm like, happy like, for him, like, though. Like, he, he, like, after the Jango saw- Fett role, he just, I mean, obviously episode three. Well, yeah. He's kind of disappeared. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, he did. So he's just rolling it right now. He's, he's like, going to be in every single Disney series that's coming out. There's any association 
with I mean he's he's going to be also in Bad Batch. He's going to be doing some voice work there. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm skipping around cuz there's so much stuff that's coming out. It's crazy. I mean we got yeah. we got the Obi-Wan series. Yeah. What's um, well, yeah. What's that, uh, that that takes place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, we'll start off with it with that one cuz I think that was the biggest one. A lot of people excited for um, I mean, obviously, we already said Hayden Christensen's return to Star Wars, but which is great. I mean, that McGregor. guy was dealt a raw hand. So was he was. So was uh, who was the young kid who played him? Jake Lloyd. Yeah, he he went through some like mental issues. Yeah, he was arrested, he was bullied, and stuff. He was arrested. I mean, it was that, bad. It was tough. I mean, I I feel like both of. I mean, Hayden Christensen is a good actor. He's been in movies before. Uh, Attack of the Clones, and he is a good actor. I mean, just look at Natalie Portman. She's a great actress. That dialogue was shit. How hard is it to freaking deliver those lines? They honestly they did what they could do. Sam Jackson is a freaking acting god. Yeah. And he, he came looked out like a skate. fool. He, I mean, I think he came out pretty uh, I don't but. think so. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> i just being nice. That, I just scene, nice. that scene where he's like with the lightsaber. But the CFRE. Oh, so bad. <laughs> Cringy. But, I mean... It's not the actors. It was just the dialogue and the fact that they were in a a room full of nothing but green. Yeah, they didn't have the sets like they did back in the day. No, so nothing. It was very, very different. But, uh, but I mean, this is yeah, this is exciting. Uh, we knew Obi Wan was coming. We didn't know if it was going to be a movie. We didn't know if it was going to be a Netflix. I mean, it, we've known it was going to be a Netflix show for a little while. But originally, when it was announced, movie there was a talks of a movie. Yeah. Uh, but I'm okay with the Netflix, the streaming service route. Um, I feel like they have to re- rebuild their brand after the Skywalker saga, yeah. the sequel sequel uh, yeah. trilogy. I feel they really need to re- rebrand themselves. And Mandalorian's been doing so much for for their credibility. Um, Cassian Andor, he's getting a series, yep. and K2SO is going to be in it. It's a prequel to Rogue One, obviously. Spoiler alert, Cassian dies. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, I don't know. I like uh, that series. I don't like Cash and Andor as a character, but I love K two S O. So I'll watch it for that. Obviously, yeah. I'm gonna watch all of it. Uh, who am I kidding? <laughs> but um, uh, the Ahsoka show is going to be taking that place. Was big. Taking place during uh, the same time frame as the Mandalorian. I think we're gonna get some Grand Admiral Thrawn, some uh, Ezra Bridger. I think Ezra is gonna be in that show. And I'm still standing by my guns. Mace Windu is going to be the man who comes train Grogu. We should find out that right this week's the last this, episode. This week is the last episode. We'll find out. How great was this last week's episode, though? I mean, I'm a big Bill Burr fan, but he nailed. I mean, Megs Mayweather, Mayfield, Megs Mayfield. He like he was like a, eh, he's kind of a dick, just like Bill Burr. Like he's kind of a <laughs> dick, but I like him because he's entertaining. I don't always agree with what he's doing, but he's he does it in such an entertaining way. That I like the guy. No, Bill Burr's great. Yeah, He's and great. like, and uh, to give him that kind of a story, like I got uh, the scene where he sits down with the guy who who sent him, uh, it's pretty much to die for the Empire. And I'm watching. I'm like, I'm getting Inglorious Bastards vibe from this, and it was so good, so well done. And my only problem with that episode was at the end, right? And they're like, Yeah, yeah, Mayfield died. That's a damn shame. Yeah, he's dead. Guess I got to report it. And Mayfield's like, oh, really? I'm dead? I can go? 
you just left this fuck on a goddamn planet with no resources, no money. What the hell is he going to do for himself? Like, could you just, like, he's obviously got some skills. Like, just bring him into your rat pack that you got going. Like, what the hell was that about? Right. Yeah, that was a little. Like, he walks off and is like, yeah, he's probably going to die because he's on a planet. Like, that's like, okay, you're on the streets now, Matt, and you got no money. You got no job. You're a fugitive. <laughs> Good oh, it's luck. a wrap. It's yeah, a wrap. Like you're done. That 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 just made me mad. But um I'm wondering if he's gonna have a role in that uh what is it, the the Republic show? Uh Rangers of the New Republic. Rangers of the New Republic. I feel like that's the show I, I hope so. That's the he show did a good job. Yeah, he did great. He really did. I feel like that's the show that they're they were building for uh with Cara Dune. Dune. Yep. And uh, I've seen multiple reports like they want her to apologize, ba 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 ba. You know, you know that yeah. stuff. S yeah. S S J's. <laughs> and uh, I mean, people have their opinion. You don't have to agree with it, but they have their opinion, and you have your opinion. There it is. Funny how that works. Yeah. Uh, either way, I hope I hope Cara Dune's in it. I really want uh, grief. Car- uh, yeah, grief. Carga, Carl Weathers' character. Yep. He'd be great in it. Uh, yep. Makes Mayfield. I want to see more of that character. Um. So I hope that's the direction they're going because that show is also supposed to take place during the same time frame as The Mandalorian. Good. Uh, maybe we'll get some Sabine Wren. That'd be about awesome in that show. I could see that happening. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Bad Batch trailer. Bad Batch was cool. That's who. Did you did you notice the character from The Mandalorian that was shown in it? Which, uh, which one? Which one was it? Boba Fett's uh, right-hand man. Oh, sorry, right-hand lady. Oh. I completely slipped. That one completely slipped. The animated stuff usually doesn't do it for me. Oh, man, you got to. I'm sorry. I know. I'm Clone, bad. Clone Wars I th- is probably my favorite Star Wars property uh, post-Return of the Jedi. Okay. I mean, it's amazing. I watched the first couple seasons. It's it's so hard for me to watch these shows where I know like what the character... It, it, and this is just me being fickle, but... I know what they sound like. What they sound like. Mm-hmm. I know what they sound like in the movies, and when it doesn't translate to the video or to the to the cartoon, or even the video games, the Avengers video game, like I just couldn't do it because it's like, yo, these have been the characters laid out in front of me, and I know why they're not going to pay these actors to come in and do voice work or you know expensive amounts of money. But it's just it's it's tough for me to gravitate towards. But I have heard good things about Clone Wars as Clone, far as Clone Wars is amazing. Rebels. Uh, I was a little skeptical when I first started watching it, but now it's one of my favorite Star Wars properties. But, uh, I mean, in the Bad Batch trailer, I mean, Bad Batch, they were introduced in the last season of Clone Wars that was exclusive to Disney+. And they're just, like, basically, uh, they're kind of like the X-Men of the clones. Right. Like, they're they're clones, but they have, they're, they're messed up, but in a good way. They have altered DNA that gives them benefits in battle. Um, but, um, basically as you're watching the trailer, it's cool. Cause you see, uh, the message from Palpatine in revenge of the Sith where he's like, uh, order 66, you know, uh, now the galactic, uh, Senate is now the galactic, the first galactic like empire. empire. Yep. Yeah. It's, and it just looks I really like it. They cool. use, they ripped the sound bit right out of it too. Oh yeah. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. No, that you was know, great. He, what, what else is Ian McDermott doing? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I mean, and, and that's sure not a bad thing. I'm sure he doesn't mind. I'm sure nice he does well check. for himself. I'm sure he does too. Uh, but, uh, see. um, Boba Fett's the new, the new, uh, what, uh, what the heck is her name? I got to look it up. Um, the girl, 
the, the girl with her. Yeah, I, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she's she. There's a quick quick shot you see her in the Bad Batch trailer, so that's cool because like that takes place, you know, Clone War era. Right. So that she's been around that long, that's that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's nice. To, we're gonna get to see through, through video or through cartoon the like the immediate like transition. Yeah, that's we're gonna see we're gonna like. see like the Empire in its early days. Yes, there's a great shot like uh, Tarkin. He walks through. He's like, oh, I didn't expect this. It's like to see Tark like Tarkin. They had him in the Clone Wars as a young man. Yeah, younger man, and it was cool because I've always liked Peter Cushing's Tarkin. I thought he was underrated. In the grand scheme of things, like he's no, he really was. Yeah. He gets overlooked a lot. He had a very demanding presence about yeah. him when he yeah. acted. Yeah, and, he uh, did, and it was definitely so. I'm, I'm excited. He's our first him. Van Helsing. I mean, yeah, Peter or uh, Hugh Jackman's got nothing on That's Peter Cushing. <laughs> That's most certainly true. So, yeah, some good cartoons. The Lando show. I'm interested. Oh! <laughs> I know you love Lando Calrissian. I love. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean. For those who don't know, when I wrestled, my name was Will Calrissian because, I mean, Billy D. Williams is the essence of cool. Yeah. I'm, oh, I, God, yeah. I, I'm drinking a Colt 45 right now. I constantly drink Colt 45. That's one fine malt beverage. <laughs> it is. Do you think they're getting um, Donald Glover? Is yes, he supposed yes, to? Re- yes, okay. Yes. He'll come back. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna, you're not going to get Billy D. Well, I know not Billy D. I don't know if they go another route. It's no. it's 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 just weird to pull Donald Glover out of nowhere. It no, seems like he was great. No, he was, he was he great. Was amazing. It just seems like uh, you know I felt like it was like a one and done role. No, and, and I'm, I'm glad he it's wanted not. more. He I'm wanted glad more. it's not that solo. I mean, the way Solo ended, that was clearly meant to be more. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a great movie, but I enjoy it immensely. And I feel like it suffered greatly due to the backlash of The Last Jedi. Oh, it definitely did. Because yeah. it was in and out of the theaters real quickly. Real quickly. So I, I hope, you know what? That, looking... That's a good way. I could see uh, uh, the guy who played Han Solo, Aiden. He, I could see him coming back. I could see, uh, you know, who, uh, the girl who played Kira. Yep. Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones. I could see her coming back for like a couple Darth, episodes. Maybe a little Darth Maul. A little Darth Maul. Little I bit. don't know if they're going to touch Ray Park. He did some. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. There was I a couple of That's pictures right. of penises out there. Yeah, I did so. hear about that. So And it had spikes everywhere. It was, <laughs> oh, man. That's so. one hell of a brand of hepatitis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, the Lando show is big. I hope it, it involves with him kind of getting, you know, Bespin, uh, getting to see the Cloud City. Just you know what? You know, what? I, I, you know, after watching Solo and his his relationship with L3, yeah, I've never been able to watch Empire the same way. Really? Do you know why? I think him and Lobot were more than just friends. Oh. Well, that's probably the direction Disney will go, just for the sake of going it. I'm, I'm not, but like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't watch Empire the same. I'm like, uh, Lobot, he probably, he was probably doing some more stuff than we really initially realized back in '80. Probably a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he had a he had a love affair with uh, the droid, that that sassy droid. Changes everything. Lobot was the strong silence. I guarantee you. After I say this, you'll never watch Empire Strikes Back the same way. And I love Cloud City. That's like one of my favorite. It's my favorite level in the first Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, that's good stuff. Got the bridge stuff, fighting over stuff. the bridge. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got the Droid Show, Star oh, Wars, I or Droid Story, Droid Story. Yeah, that, that's going to be like uh, they said. It's going to involve R two and three PO with a a new protagonist. And I hope it's just the Droids cartoon from the eighties. Yeah, just brought just back redone. to life. Just redone. redone. Which should be good. Rogue Squadron. Uh, did touch. A l- I don't know how I feel about that one. That's supposed to be a movie with Patty Jenkins. Oh, is it? Yeah, the director of Wonder Woman. 
I did not know it was going to be a movie. Stepping in, yeah, that's going to be a movie, a motion picture, hopefully in theaters if they're still around. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about that because it's like, what are you going to do? Like, Rogue Squadron is Luke, it's Wedge, it's Biggs, and they're all dead. Winter Soldier's going to be Luke. old. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, he is just picture it's perfect. Sebastian Stan, he needs be. to be Luke Skywalker. He does at some point. Come on, he it's, would get so much unremarkable. mileage out of it. Yo, he'd have guaranteed money forever. Yes. If he did that. Yes. Uh, Star Wars Visions. I, I don't remember what, what this one was about. Star Wars Visions is going to be kind of like the Marvel what if. That's okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, Star, uh, the Acolyte. That's going to take place uh, before Phantom Menace, and it's going to be when the Jedi were the police of the universe. Mm. So kind of like Knights of the Old Republic. So hopefully we get a, uh, a Darth Raven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is so good. This is really good. Like this you know, is you where I talked about gone. in the text. Me- this is where it should have gone a long time ago. This is where it should have gone a while ago. Uh, you and I talked. That it's like, wow, it's good to be excited for Star Wars again. Oh. Like it is. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Um, like like, like I, 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 out of all these shows, probably the one that is the kind of middle of the road excitement is Lando. But for me, Lando's been my favorite character since I was a little kid. Yeah, and I can't wait to see more explored. And I, I like. I loved what Donald Glover did with that character. I mean, he's one of my favorite characters in all of cinema is Lando Calrissian and Billy D Williams played him to a T. Yeah. And Donald Glover like there's 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 articles where like they said Donald Glover reached out to Billy D and they went out to dinner. And they sat down and and he asked Billy D like what do you think like they had a meeting and neither one of them will comment what was discussed in this meeting. And like what a beautiful thing. You got the young guard giving respect and adoration to the old guard. That's how it should be. And the old guard is is probably releasing secrets to this character that no one else <laughs> has ever known except for Donald Glover. And ah, I just love it. I love it. I no, love it so much. It's it, it's I, I like the the little transition thing. Um, it's cool. It's uh, it, it's it's really cool. Passing the torch in a way, and I mean. Land Billy D. Williams is always going to be Lando. Oh my God! Like, always. Like when when he was training. Did you see the videos when he was training for Rise of Skywalker? I did not actually. Oh, dude was boxing. Was he really? Oh, and it was it was so empowering. The dude was in a wheelchair like two years ago, and they're like, "Yeah, Billy D. We want you to come back." Dude's up on his feet, boxing, boxing, boxing. Yeah, they he's in him, his eighties. They gave him a weak role too. It uh, doesn't matter. Yeah. I know, I know, but and the fact that he was happy to do it, I know. I know. I don't know if you know this, but Billy Dill Williams' highest paying role was for him to sit at home. Do you know this? No, I did not. In his contract for Batman, it was in his contract that if he did not get to play Two-Face, whoever got to play Two-Face, he would receive the same salary. Really? So when Batman Forever came around, Tommy Lee he Jones. got the same money Tommy Lee Jones got. I did not know that. Yep. And, and like, well I, lo- I love it because Billy D goes, it's kind of hard to accept that my highest paying gig was for me to just stay at home and not act. <laughs> oh. That's why I love him. Cole 45, baby. Good for him. Good for him. I did want to ask you, too, because we did mention uh, with the Obi-Wan show that Hayden Christensen is returning. Yes. Um, and I read, reading the article, reading the article, there is supposed to be a battle. Oh, they it's said it's a battle. the rematch. It's, it's the rematch. The rematch, yes. What do you think this means? Does this 
does this take away from episode four at all, or do you think it it, it, it does it destroy canon ma- a little bit? No, it matters how the battle is portrayed, because right. Vader, I, I, Vader specifically says, "The last time we met, I was but the learner, but now I am the master." So if we go into this this new lightsaber battle and Vader's owning Obi Wan, then I'm pissed off because it neg- negates right. what had already been established. Yeah. Um, but with John Favre and Dave Filoni keeping Kathleen Kennedy in check, <laughs> most importantly, uh, I I have faith. I mean, The Mandalorian's <laughs> been great. Seventh season Clone Wars has been great. Um. I I'm 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 going in with faith, which has been a long, long time since I've had that yeah. faith. I'm ex- yeah, I'm excited to see how they explore. Because I mean, I've read the books. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite ones was it was immediately after Revenge of the Sith, or a couple years after. It was uh, was it Dark Lord, something like that. And it was there was uh, the book actually ends with Obi Wan at the Mos Eisley Cantina. And he finds out that Anakin lived because he hears a news report about Vader and an Imperials raiding Kashyyyk again yep. and killing a bunch of like Jedi survivors and, and stuff. There's a couple of them. And Obi-Wan actually faints at the bar and is one of the coolest. Like, yeah, I, I can visualize that reading it. And it's one of my favorite. Like, I, I will go back and reread that little portion because that's how much I like it. That's my only. Uh hang up with this new Disney Star Wars is that there's been so many years, and I think I've mentioned it, there's so many years and so much material that they've already established, and yeah. now they're asking me to forget it. And I can't. I th- like, yeah. like, 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 for instance, um, there, there was a book released where Obi-Wan is on Tatooine doing his hermit th- thing. Darth Maul comes down to kill him, and there's this big battle where Obi-Wan enlist the help of of Uncle Owen and they fight off Darth Maul, that doesn't happen now. I'm supposed to forget that. Right. Because in Rebels, there's a scene where Ezra comes down and he enlists the help of Obi-Wan and then Darth Maul comes down and they have their lightsaber battle and Obi-Wan kills him. Yeah. And it's just, it's frustrating because I'm trying to remember what I should remember and forget what I should forget, but I don't want to forget some of these old stories and maybe they're going to go the same route as Marvel with the multiverse, <laughs> ha cha cha! What a segue! Mike is sitting on the toilet. Woo! Very, very. He's pooping right now <laughs> in agony, and he's in agony from the hot steaming pile of shit coming out of his anus <laughs> and the multiverse that we're going to talk about right now. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. Okay, we've talked about Spider-Man three. Okay, yeah. so Willem Dafoe has been rumored to come back as Green Goblin, right? Yes, very Tom- exciting stuff. Thomas Hayden Church. Sandman is also rumored to come back. Which I thought he played the Sandman. He did, did a great he job. He did a great job. He looked the part. Yes. And 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 Sam Raimi wanted to develop that whole movie just around Sandman. And a la Doc Ock Spider-Man 2. He was forced to put in Venom. Also, just today was released that there is high speculation that Mysterio, guess what? He played a game with his mystic power. And uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is coming back as Mysterio. So Good. if if that's true, we got the original Sinister Six. We got Green Goblin. Oh, Vulture. Yeah, yeah we got Green Goblin, Willem Dafoe, Vulture, Michael Keaton, Mysterio, J. 
Jake Gyllenhaal. We got Doc Ock. Mm. We got Electro. Yeah. And we possibly we could go a couple different routes. We, we could go we could go lizard. We can go lizard. We can go uh Scorpion still technically Scorpion still, in it. Scorpion's just, still out yeah. there. We could go Rhino. Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 2. <laughs> it's possible. It's definitely possible. Um I wonder if they'll I mean was Morbius ever part of the Sinister Six? No, no he, he was, was not. not. He was he, not. I mean, he might have been at some point. I think it may be a later incarnation. He might have been, yeah. but it doesn't come out. That is cool. Yeah. Now that so it makes cool. sense, and I, I mean, this movie is gonna be like big. If they right, if they do it right, this could be one of the best solo like superhero. As far as like you know, as far as trilogies go, I feel like, I feel like this is gonna feel a lot like Captain America: Civil War, where it was a cat, everything. cat movie, but it was. I mean, it was like Avengers. 2.5. No, it was. Yeah. It definitely was. I, I don't want to see it become too muddled. I don't want to see it become too muddled because there's a lot of rumors circulating right now. You know what? I, I feel that way, but like, I uh, feel like, and, like Captain America Civil War was one of those movies. It should not have worked with everything they threw in there, but, but you can did. watch that start to finish, and it is. it was well done. Well done. You know? Yeah, they they fit a very good comic book story within the confines of the MCU. Yes, and they made it work, yes. and they made it work very well. Yes, they did. Um, so I because sometimes I look back and as great of you know as an overall movie that Endgame was, sometimes I feel like it there's parts, roles, and stuff that get a little bit muddled, and people didn't get like that quite that time to shine. I think like yep. I would have wanted them to see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of the bigger characters and you know, like they just feel like. They feel like secondary characters now. Like the Guardians well, feel like secondary, at least like Star Lord. You had and, you had and to, Drax. you had to dictate. I mean, there was you, did. you were bringing everybody together, and I liked Infinity War better because you could I tell so. that it focused on the original six mm-hmm. and everyone else. They were there to uh, put the story of the original six forward. Yeah, which was great. Um, even in Endgame, Endgame I don't like as much as Infinity War. But Endgame, I felt like they did kind of the same thing, even ramped up even more, where they focused on the original six, which isn't bad, because a lot of those original sixes, they're not coming back. No. Or they're going to have a very diminished role. Uh, Speaking of diminished roles for the original six, uh, Hawkeye passing the torch. Yeah. Man, that series looks great. It does. Haley Steinfeld coming as Kate Bishop. Comic book accurate. We, I think so we mentioned good. the Herring Aid. Did we yeah. mention the Herring yes, Aid before? Yes, we did last week. Last week. Um, that looks great. My wife is excited, certainly excited for it. She's all girl power and, and stuff like that. I'm, ha- I'm happy that she can be happy I, about I, something I, like that. When I watched uh, Endgame, that scene where all the women come together. Magically all together at the same time. It felt forced. To me, yeah. it did. Okay. I remember sitting there with a very, very good friend of mine. And I respect his opinion, and we're watching it, and he just goes, "God damn, that's forced." And I go, "I'm looking at it," and I go, "Yes, so fucking forced." <laughs> but I'm a father of, of not one, right, not two, but three girls, and I know when I show that scene to them later, they are gonna love it. 
Yes, it's contrived. But I feel Hollywood's done women dirty for so damn long. No, they most certainly have. <laughs> they most certainly have. It's it's starting to come off a little bit more organic now. Yeah, that um, was contrived. It could have been done so much better. Um, but regardless, uh, we got Hawkeye coming out, and Kate Bishop's a great character. Great character. We got Miss Marvel coming out. Yeah, Kamala, Kamala Khan. Yep. yep. Oh, she's, she's a great character. I just picked up her book at Ollie's. Oh yeah, bargain out for outlets. Good stuff cheap. Yep, I got that for five Sponsor bucks. Us. Read that stuff. It's a good Sponsor book. Us. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that mascot's creepy as fuck. He is a he's worse old. than the Darien Lake guy. So yeah, that's that was a cool one. They've announced a lot for Marvel. Oh too. my god, uh, like She Hulk. She Hulk is a big one. Yep, and there's rumors that. Uh, this might be where Daredevil comes back. I uh, no, he's coming back. Spider Man. Well, they said she. They said She Hulk. They alluded to other lawyer characters. I've seen an article. I think they're going to do both. They're going to do. Oh, both. they're probably going to do both. They're not going to give Daredevil his own series. He's going to be a supporting That's guy. Sad. He'll be in. He'll, no, I get it. The Christian undertones. <sighs> Christians get crazy if you <laughs> if you shine him in an unhealthy light. True. Fair so. They're gonna put him in. They're not gonna give Daredevil his own series. He's gonna be. He's gonna be like Hulk. He's gonna be in his supporting cast. He'll he'll be in Spider Man three. Charlie Cox is coming back. God, oh that's awesome. He has done the best. Daredevil's like my favorite Marvel character. So for him to come back in the MCU, that's amazing. And I hope to God they bring all the other actors back because they did such a great job. That's another like it's just uh, this whole. I feel like the guy in Scanners just fucking mind blown. <laughs> David Cronenberg is going to make my head blow up. <laughs> no, I, I I like it because Charlie Cox was the best part of, I think, the, the, the highest. Uh, uh, I, I the hope, most, oh, oh highest God. regarded. How, how, oh. how, 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 like, Spider-Man 3, you got freaking Wilson Fisk pulling the strings of the Sinister Six. Like, I Vincent D'Afrio. He was a ama- he was kingpin. He is the best kingpin I've ever seen. He definitely defined that role. He definitely defined that role. I, I know. There's just this is crazy because like there's it's so nerd- much to talk it's, about. It's, it's We're literally nerd-gazing. it's nerdgasm. It is. is what it is. And then then you I mean She Hulk's great. You got you got uh, uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight's well Moon Knight like Moon Knight Blade and uh, Doctor Strange. That's gonna be like the Midnight Suns. Yeah, they're gonna do that. We they do- are totally gonna do that. There's a couple of shows that got announced that we weren't ready for. Um, first up, Armor Wars. Yeah, Iron Heart. We're getting, Iron Heart. We're getting Ricky Williams. Yeah, Riri. Yep, Riri. Sorry. Riri. Yep. Uh, uh, not the pot smoking Dolphins <laughs> running back who <laughs> <laughs> went to the CFL and tore that <laughs> shit up. But uh, yeah, Riri Williams. Like I, that, that's cool. That's I love cool. the premise of Armor Wars because I, I thought War Machine. Do you, do you did think not- they're? Do you think they're going to? Okay, with with everything they're doing. And their female empowerment, which is not bad. Uh, they're reaching, they're they're gender swapping male roles to female roles. Could you see them doing Ironheart, but with the kid from Iron Man three? Do a reverse. I, would've. I don't know. I don't know if that would fly if you take a female African American and you replace that character with a male white. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know if it would fly. I don't know if it would fly. I'm like, I'm like, but it would make sense. You know what I'm saying? No, it would. It definitely would. Uh, But I know unless he's Iron Lad for Uh, Young Avengers. (laughs) 
Yeah, the Ironheart is is cool. I'm not. It's a, she's a character I'm not. She's too brand, familiar She's pretty with, new. She's pretty new. She's pretty new. Uh, but people, I know there's a lot of people excited about it. Uh, Dominique Thorne is the actress. I'm not too familiar with her work, but um, she is. She apparently the, the the background for this one is that she created a. a more advanced suit of armor since Iron Man, like the most advanced I suit of armor since. I don't like that. I don't like that. Like, you know, Iron Man. Like, you're downplaying Tony Stark's genius. I hope it's different. Right. You know, right. armor wars. Like, then we got Secret Invasion. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. Yeah. I we knew what Nick Fury show was coming. We knew it, but we, we didn't, didn't know, know what. what. Was, I'm right. surprised they're making a series out of it instead of a, a movie event, but. Is what it is. It is, and it's gonna um, feature uh, Ben Mendelsohn, who uh, played Talos yep. in Captain Marvel. I just watched that again today, and he did a really good job. Uh, he was great. He, he was, was great, he was yeah. fantastic. I mean, I didn't know what what to. I expect think the whole the cast in that movie was fantastic. They did, great. They did yeah. a very good job with that. So it's gonna be cool to see Sam. I mean, it's just weird. My favorite part of that whole movie. I bet you can't guess it. I probably can't. <laughs> when they're on the train. And you see Stan Lee reading the script from All Rats. Oh. <laughs> that is fucking awesome. I didn't Because even... it takes place in the 90s. That's true. So it makes sense. And the fact he's he's literally reading the script from All Rats. That's genius. Genius. Such a intricate little Easter egg detail. That went over my head. Oh, it didn't now, go over my head. I have to rewatch it again. That's funny. That's no, that's really good. That's really good planning out. Um See what we got. We, uh, we got uh, extra Wandavision trailers. Yeah, a that couple, looks a couple great. Trailers. Yep. Uh, we got Falcon Winter Soldier. That looks like. Uh, did you see that that trailer? I did. Is it just me, or when I see Sam Wilson flying through those caverns, I was getting Independence Day vibes? <laughs> Is that just me? It was a little bit. Yeah, like it felt like you. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> like, I no, I agree. I'm excited to see how this one unfolds because I, I I liked. The Baron Zemo that we were presented, but I yes. felt like it could oh, have been more. Oh, he's getting the mask. He's getting the hood. So I want to see how it unfolds. It, I was getting a lot of 80s cop buddy vibes. Oh, it definitely that. is. Oh, for sure. For it sure. definitely is. They're going to play at the relationship. And Sharon Carter is going to be in that show, which is great. Agent 13. Sharon That's Carter. Amazing. You have uh, US, yeah, U.S. Agent. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell's son. Yes. Uh White White Russell. Yes. He's playing USA agent. I forgot about it's that. That's going to be great. Be, I mean, that's going to add an extra element to the show. Oh, it's going to be good because you know that you know they Falcon isn't the uh, government approved Captain America. No, when, exactly. When it's Steve Rogers, you know, it, it he obviously passed the torch at the end of Endgame. So, uh, so there's going to be a lot of elements uh, with that. Another show that surprised me too. I do got to say before we go into the more of the trailer end of things, is uh, the Baby Groot. Baby Groot show? They're going to be like uh, little shorts. Yeah. Like little mini movies. Which is cute. Kind of like if you have Disney Plus, they have like the... Uh, Soul they have, and... Yeah. yeah. Well, no. Soul. Soul's a full movie. Oh, that's it is? Com- yeah, that's coming out Christmas Day. I can't oh. wait for that movie. That's oh, good. Pixar. No, that's I'm, I'm excited. I didn't know there was going to be a full movie. Uh, but the I Am Groot are going to be along the lines of... Um, uh, they, they released Mickey Mouse shorts. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to be like little five-minute clips. But they can do a lot in five minutes. So that's kind of going to be cool. No, what I'm looking forward to is the gosh darn Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. 
And I hope to, and I know, because James Gunn is doing it, so I know it's going to be, there are going to be so many little intricate things with the Star Wars holiday special. All I know is that is going to have Ario Speedwagon in, oh, wait, oh it better. Oh, no, not Ario, sorry. Uh, Jefferson Starship yeah. slash Jefferson Ash <laughs> Airplane slash uh, Airplane slash Starship. Who cares? It's going to be Jefferson Airplane just playing their hearts out on that show, and I can't wait for that. That's going to be gold. Yeah, I I was not expecting that one, obviously. Because I feel like the Guardians have been like they've dwindled in popularity a little bit. And it's just, been, because, it's just, just because just because they haven't been the used. Gunn thing. They haven't been used. It's the James Gunn thing. That it's was weird for me to not see Chris Pratt everywhere too. And like for like I feel like his star has fallen a little bit. Like it he's needed to. It needed to. Like if you look at most Hollywood actors, they have a peak right. and then they drop off. Yeah. And sometimes they have a resurgence. Like Chris Pratt is smart because he's going to be Star Lord, and it's going to come and go and come and go, kind of like Harrison Ford. Right. Indy's going to come and go and come and go. Which, uh, going back to Lucasfilm, Indy Five, it's coming out. It's going to be the end of the Indiana Jones saga. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. And Willow, Warwick Davis, baby. I hope they've cast Mad Mardigan. <laughs> uh, maybe he won't. I mean, he's going to be a deaf mute, but. <laughs> God bless Val Kilmer. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, I feel like Chris Pratt is going to be Star-Lord. He, that's going to be his defining role, which isn't a bad thing. No, not at all. I think it's done great. Um, he's been great with it. He put a uh, a spotlight on a character that not a whole lot of people knew no, about. No, no. Um, I think I brought it up last week that Amy Sedaris she was going to be Gamora. And oh, yeah, yeah. She said, nope, not going to do it because I feel like this is my one big shot and I don't believe in the script. <laughs> Dummy. Dummy. Uh, we got some other cool trailers, too. The Loki one. I yeah. I wanted to discuss oh, a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. The one thing I want to point out. Um, in the Loki trailer, did you notice one little Easter egg that is going to tie in to factual history? Uh, there were a few things like that. I'm trying to think of the specific one. A um, gentleman who was on an airplane. Yes, yes. I can't think of the name of that specific person, but um, well, he didn't exist. <laughs> Still, I'm trying to think of, it. but no, it, it, that's like I love history too, and it's like cool that Loki's gonna have this meddling part and place in all of history, and there's gonna be a lot to it. Um, there's gonna be a lot to it with this one. The time hopping thing is big. I'm not too familiar with the TVA. Did, did you see that shot where he's like walking up? And he's got like the I vote for Loki. Is that like Rasputin behind him? I like I feel like he's a he's he's like recruiting these <laughs> these like dictators from our history's past, and they're gonna take shit over, which is awesome. Like I think Genghis Khan's on his left, <laughs> and he's got fucking Rasputin on his right. I I hope. I mean, that's the charm that I want to see from a Loki show. They're saying that the main there's there's a lady Loki villain in this. Uh, I think, or I think that's what uh, Loki's supposed to be chasing. Yes, in this movie. yes, yes. I did hear that. So, uh, yeah, the lady Loki, and then Enchantress is supposed to be also involved in Loki. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I feel like Loki. It's it's gonna be. I th- I think that's gonna be a surprise sleeper hit. Right. No, it it definitely will be. It, I mean, the trailer. It, I like it. It wasn't the most revealing trailer, I don't think. Um, 
it certainly what it wasn't, but it's like you know, it's Tom Hiddleston, and you know, even I think there's a he mentioned Thor and and and, fa- and father in it, like he got like Bifrost transported, I think, yeah. at one point, and he's like Thor or whatever, and I thought that was really cool. So you, I wonder if we're gonna see. Like we got to remember, this isn't the Loki that died for Thor, right? This is this is the Loki that was. At the end of Avengers, who was trying to take over the world. Yeah, and if he's time hopping, he's in a bunch of different times, and yeah. we could see a little bit younger Thor. We could see a little bit younger yep. Odin. Like it mm-hmm. wouldn't surprise me to see Chris Hemsworth pop up in nope. this, and, and Anthony I, Hopkins. Anthony coming Hopkins. In. Yep. For, what's her name? Plays Rene Frigga. Russo. Yep. Rene Russo coming back. Yeah. Yep. So that was pretty cool. Uh, we got to talk about the the movies. I mean, we got we got uh, the one thing I want to talk to you about. Ant-Man and Wasp. Quantum... Quantumanium. Quantumania, yeah. How do you feel about that? Kane the Conqueror... Is in it. Is yes. in it, yep. I, I, I don't see. I've loved the Ant-Man movies. I thought the first one was, was a surprise hit, just like Guardians. I thought the second one came out at the perfect time. Yep. After Infinity War, people needed that little bit of comedic relief. I feel like... I mean, that's just kind of Ant-Man and Wasp's role is just like this transitional, like... You're never gonna regard Ant Man and Wasp as like an Iron Man or Captain America or Thor. I liked what they did with like Hank Pym. I mean, yeah. that's a hard character to adapt to a mainstream audience. For I mean, sure. an alcoholic, wife abuser, that's not gonna fly in these days. So I mean, they they rolled their wheels back and they made him more relatable, but still kind of gave him his flaws in a certain respect, um, in in a endearing way. I would say. I mean, his wife going missing. Yeah, I could see how that would drive a man to. Not be emotionally available, uh, but this this one thing kind of irks me that they are replacing the actress from Endgame. All for the daughter. For the daughter. So they are replacing Abby Ryder Forston, and she's being replaced as Cassie Lang. By Emma Furman. Now, I'm not too familiar with uh, Abby Ryder Forreston's work. I've just seen her in Endgame. Right. And I thought she was amazing. That one scene where, you know, he, uh, you know, uh, at the door. Scott Lang yeah. comes up and he walks up to the door and she comes in. Like, that was a very emotional scene, even at the end of the movie where it's Scott and uh, Wasp. And, uh, you know, that was an emotional. I thought she the little that she was given, she made it very memorable. And they're replacing her with an actress who is a little bit more cosmetically appealing, blonde hair, uh, which doesn't make sense to me because, you know, Cassie Lang was always depicted in the movies with uh, brown hair. Yeah. As Emma Furman. And I've seen her in Detective Pikachu. And she didn't blow my socks off. I mean, she was oh, serviceable. Well, she yeah. was serviceable, but the fact that they're replacing her with this, that makes me mad. I hate switching up actors. I mean, it's, I, not, I, a, it's I, not an important role. I thought they, I thought Cassie Lang jumped, was way too old in Endgame. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But the fact that they're replacing her for what reason? Right. It's not like... Maybe it's a scheduling conflict. It, no. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's, it's not a, at all. The actress who played Cassie Lang in Endgame found out the same time everybody else did. Wow. And the thing that bothers me, like, I love the MCU. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'm not going to 
go blindly and vigilant to a brand just because I like it. Like, I don't think that was right. The fact that they go out of their way to make a statement that they're not going to replace or recast Black Panther and Chadwick Boseman, which I understand. I get it. He was great. Yeah. But I feel like there's so much more that could be done with that character. And let's be honest. I'm sorry. I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this. But Chadwick Boseman, he was great as Black Panther in Black Panther. That was one movie. Right. Where he was a main supporting character. And then he was a supporting character for Civil War and Infinity War. Right. That's it. Yeah. It's not like we're replacing Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, who's had a starring role in multiple movies. He had a starring role in one movie and a supporting role in three movies. I would say two movies with a reoccurring in Endgame. I, I think the reason why they don't want to touch is because, I mean, call uh, We know why. We well, know we, why. We know oh, why. Yeah. And I tr- trust me, I, I I understand both ends to it. I do, I do. I mean, he was great as T'Challa, but there are so many more stories that could be told with T'Challa that would affect the community that they're trying to reach out to. Right. Yeah, I just I, I, that bothers me that they're not going to replace T'Challa, but they're going to recast Cassie Lang for no reason, no yeah. reason. The actress is right there, and she did a great job in the first movie. Yeah. Why are you replacing her? Because she's not blonde. She wasn't blonde in Ant-Man and the Wasp. She wasn't blonde in Ant-Man. And she was adorable. Right. What the heck? You did, like, it's a double standard, and I'm sorry. I hate double standards. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. That being said, like, uh, I, I feel like I'm going to have a sour taste in my mouth for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium. Right. As a business decision, that's a little that's a little strange. Oh, I, I know, know why that. they're doing it. I mean, they're playing to the masses. Right. It is what it is. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I am looking forward to it. I didn't think we were supposed to we were going to get it for a while. I mean, I, I knew that we should get it, but I didn't know if we would because they said there was a lot of questioning as far as, you know, whether or not we would get Ant-Man and, and Wasp 3. So that was interesting. So oh, we've talked about everything, but we haven't hit the real big head on Marvel news. I'm going to be Fantastic 1. Oh, my God. Duh. I'm going to be Fantastic 2. <laughs> I'm going to be Fantastic 3. Fantastic 4. Finally, they have announced they're doing Fantastic 4. They haven't released who's playing who, but it doesn't matter. We knew it was coming. A yeah. lot of people are pissed off because the director is going to be the director of the Spider-Man movies. And I think uh, I think he's done a great job. I'd say so. A I lot of people like to, Peyton have... Reed wanted to do... Fantastic Four. That was his dream job. Well, guess what? A lot of people shit on him, too. But, like, everybody's like, this guy should do it. This guy. It doesn't matter. We're getting it. And that's (laughs) all I care about. That's all I care about. Yeah. And Fantastic Four is finally going to be coming to the MCU. The first family. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. And the fact that the guy who directed Spider-Man is going to direct Fantastic Four, and I just want a Spider-Man Human Torch interaction. I do, too. Interaction. That has to happen that is like the basis of all of Marvel. For me, it is. I mean, growing up, I know there was X Men, there were Spider Man cartoons. But no, me, that was the basis of Marvel. No, like, I that know. was like one of the first huge issues. No, I know in the it 60s. was. I know it was. It was huge. Were, those are the first comic books I ever read. Were were the Fantastic Four? Like I borrowed from my uncle the, the whole collection of Fantastic, Fantastic Four books because it, it was just relatable, right? A family, a yeah. family esque thing. 
and they're cool. They're costumes favorite, were cool. Favorite member of the Fantastic Four for you? Me, Human Torch. Oh, piss off! Because I'm the thing. Are you? And we're gonna fight because <laughs> the thing and the Human Torch they love each other, which I love you, man. But we're gonna we're gonna fist the cups because I'm gonna fall asleep and you're gonna goddamn put shaving cream in my face. Probably. That's what you do. Probably. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, it was gravitators was Human Torch, the younger one. I mean, I wasn't a younger brother or anything, but I was around older cousins a lot, and I was kind of always the young one. I just liked I liked his moxie. Um, you know, Reed Richards and, and Invisible Woman, they're cool. They're yeah, cool, I mean, but they, but, they but Human stuff. Torch and the Thing were the ones that stood that, out. The that's most. the that's the demographic that I think threw a lot of people in. Yeah, I mean, you got the, the yeah. I mean, I, I can't wait for that in the MCU. And I'm sorry, like you gotta you gotta cast. Krasinski, you know, yeah. yeah, it's got to happen. It's Those two are perfect. They're married. They got that relationship. Just do it. The chemistry. Like, I don't care. I don't even care. Yeah. That has to happen. I mean, those two are perfect. And and Marvel, I feel, will, because they're not adverse to fan casting. And we've seen it with Hallie Steinfeld mm-hmm. as Kate Bishop. We've seen it with Matt fucking Charlie Cox coming back as Daredevil. Yeah. I mean, they're not adverse. I really hope that Star Wars. I mean, they listen. They, I, I think Disney's doing a little bit better job of listening to their um, why to, wouldn't to, to their you? audience. It it's, prints it's a money. Bit. I know you have an audience already. It's built in. That's a good you. You paid millions and billions of dollars for these franchises for a reason because there's already a built-in audience. Why would you not listen to them? Yeah, I I completely agree. That's what so, I mean. Social media is for, and that's why like. I think they they realized they messed up really bad with the Skywalker uh, with the, the 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 sequel trilogy of Star Wars by not listening and just the first just movie I thought I thought the first movie was serviceable. The second movie is good on its own, and the third movie there was too it was like they were pandering, and I'm like, you're pandering to me too much. Right, right. So it, and and I agree. I think they they realized that, and it's like yo just. Just and other just studios are figuring it out, like Universal, Jurassic World Dominion. Okay, you guys we want, want the originals back yep. and Let's bring it, it back. Disney like has to do that. I mean, the there's a huge nostalgia. Uh, going, they're okay. not invincible. They're no. not invincible. They, they have a lot of money and they can make but adjustments. But they've, been, and be they've okay. been losing a ton because of Corona. Disneyland is closed. Yeah, they're losing a ton on their theme parks. I mean, you go to Disney World, you can you can go there for pretty damn cheap right now. Right, it's crazy. But that's the other thing I want to talk about is Disney, like they're streaming of the Disney stuff. I mean, we got we got live action Pinocchio with uh, who's Geppetto, the one and only uh, yeah. untouchable Tom Hanks as Geppetto. Cut it out! I'm <laughs> I'm signed up. Man, that's awesome. I don't even know who's directing. I know G- Guillermo del Toro was signed on for that for a yeah. long time. It doesn't matter. I'm watching Pinocchio. Pinocchio is one of my favorite animated movies, uh, politically correct or not. It's just it's just beautiful. It's no, a beautifully it done animated movie. Um, and it was done in the 30s. Great Depression. doesn't matter. Yeah, I learned, it's a beautiful movie. I learned, uh, what was it? my? She's not like my grandmother, but she's pretty much. But she grew up in Italy. Uh, oh. In the 1930s and, that, and 40s, that's an Italian and, and folklore. Pinocchio yeah, it's Italian was folklore. Pinocchio was bigger than Mickey Mouse. I mean, it's it's beautiful. I mean, I had an uh, adverse, unfortunate. You know, I I'd go to my grandmother's and she would show me Song of the South. Oh, yeah. Well, well I'm 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 not allowed to. No, no, no. I'm not allowed. But either way, I understand it's not racially sensitive, which I agree with. But I have a connection with that movie. 
Uh, I don't agree with it, but I have a childhood connection with that movie. And Uncle Remus is, uh, I feel he opened my eyes to being different from my normal upbringing, which was middle America white. Right. And uh, I don't think that's bad. I don't look at Uncle Remus in a bad way. Right. Yeah, it's a different... But I uh, could see someone growing up on the other side of the tracks looking at Uncle Remus in a negative way. Yeah. No, most I get certainly. That. Most yeah. certainly. Um, what is the other one? Did, oh, Peter Pan? Peter Pan, Peter, well, Pan. Peter Pan and Wendy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that one because I'm not huge on Jude Law as Captain Hook. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see who Smee is, but to be honest, nobody's going to be a better Smee than... Uh, was this me and Hook? Oh, man. Oh, I feel so terrible that I don't know his name. He was in Hugh Frame, Roger Rabbit. Eddie Valiant. Who was who is, oh, Eddie Valiant? Who was Eddie Valiant and Who Frame, Roger Rabbit? I feel terrible. I should know this. <laughs> but Mr. Smee and Hook. Steven Spielberg. I mean, Dustin Hoffman was a great Hook. Yeah. Bring me Peter Pan. Yeah. I like Jude Law. I think he could pull it off. I, I think don't it'd be know. I don't know. Is, I it, don't is know. that supposed to be a movie or is it Disney no, Plus? No, that's Disney that's, Plus. Okay. Yeah, that's going straight Which Disney I'm okay Plus. with. You know what? I I mean, there's 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 other stuff that we didn't get to talk about today, but you know what? It, to me, it's it, it's it's so... This is important for Disney Plus. Like I said, we've had our conversations. You love it because it, 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 you put it on and the girls are happy. Exactly. You know, and yeah, you, yeah, and yeah. you enjoy the content with it. But I mean, like, well, you, we were talking about like movie theaters, right? Yeah. How they're how they're hurting, right? Yeah. Soul, Soul, Pixar. I mean, Onward came out on Disney Plus yeah. exclusively. And oh wait, wait, sorry, it came out in theaters, but then the global bastard happened, and now it went to Disney Plus. And Onward was a great film. Uh, Soul looks amazing. I'm very excited for that. I am very excited. It looks almost like Inside Out. Yeah. It looks very like thought provoking, uh, good plot, amazing animation as Pixar always does. Uh, but something out of the box, like you normally wouldn't do that for kids, but we're gonna do it anyway. And it's going to it makes me as a father it makes my job easier because I can relate these awful things that happen in life to yeah. an animated film. Right. Um, Soul looks great, and that's going straight to Disney Plus on 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 Christmas. Thank yes, you. It is. That's great present. That's my most favorite present. I can't <laughs> wait to open that shit up. No, for sure, um, for sure. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see Disney streaming service getting, uh, you know, just something. Well, something. they, they realize that's the new way. Yeah, but, I mean, but that's unfortunate. Um, I just saw like Warner Brothers. That's a big thing. Warner Brothers. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that last week. Yeah, has Not just have. decided they're going to release everything. To HBO Max. We open up a big Pandora's box. And, like, there's a lot of directors that have signed on for Warner Brothers, filmed movies with Warner Brothers that are like, you're killing cinema. And, like, I just saw, um, for instance, the the Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, they got announced. That got announced. It's being released in cinema and on streaming same day. Yeah. And I really feel that's the way things are going to go. If you want to go to the theater, you can see it in the theater. If you want to stay at you home, you can give people options. It. Yeah, and I feel like that's the way it's gonna go, which isn't bad. I don't think that's bad. No, I mean, plus too, with the way that everybody's handling COVID, you know, everybody's getting it's getting run differently everywhere. So 
what are you gonna release it to, to theaters and only some people get to enjoy it? Yeah, like that's yeah, that's not good for your business model either. No, um, you want to make it as available to your uh your your clientele as possible. Yeah, whether that's you release it and say, like like because we're in New York, New York, you know, we are much more bogged down than say a state like Florida. That's true. Florida, it's like you do what you want. It's like whatever you want. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, and no no. Uh, Shot to them, you know, you do you, but we're following government restrictions as best as we can, yeah. and it is what it is. Um, I mean, my wife is scheduled to get the, uh, the, uh, the vaccination in a couple days. Oh, is we'll she? See, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Interesting. Yeah, they're she's done her research and she feels confident that the vaccination is the way to go. Good. And well, I know some people don't want to take it. I mean, that's your right. Yeah. But don't get mad when people say you can't come here unless you've been vaccinated. It's the way it is. I hope it's a step in the right direction uh, for everything. I really do. Uh, Because I'm ready for a a return to normalcy. Yeah. I I mean, the other things Disney Plus is doing, I mean, we got, like, a straight shot to the nostalgia vein. We got Mighty Ducks. Yep. We got a new Mighty Ducks with Emilio. (laughs) I mean, my favorite. We're finally getting a sequel to Hocus Pocus. Yes, and that was a surprise. That, My no, wife doesn't I'm, like that. What? She doesn't like Hocus Pocus. She Aww. thinks it's, it's too mainstream for her. What? No, it wasn't mainstream. That's the thing. It <laughs> now, now is. Now it is too. Now mainstream. it is, but it now was it not mainstream. at the time. <laughs> okay, bring we're, bring your wife in. I'm gonna. Have, uh, it's gonna be like a half an hour. <laughs> discussion where i'm just gonna yell at her and, and wag my finger because <laughs> bet midler and uh, uh uh sarah jessica parker cat uh kathy nimjay like oh they're all back hocus pocus was a flop at the box office it was so was nightmare before christmas both flops now they're like the two most iconic halloween disney movies they are and we're finally getting a hocus pocus too and i can't wait I yeah. can't wait for that. No, we're getting spoiled. I think uh, it's, we. It's I think we as a society, man. we earned it. I think we've earned it. I don't know. I think we just told companies what we want, and they're like, "Shit, we can make money off these these locusts." I mean, it's these true. It's it, it's it's true. I, I just social media is as good as it is, as bad as it is. Uh, I, I hope companies continue to listen uh, to out, you know, to to a demand for these things. Speaking of that, apparently. Going back to Warner Brothers, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League is apparently going to get a theatrical release. Is it really? Yes. And they're this I don't agree with, but they're dabbling with the idea of having it as an R-rated movie, which I don't agree with. I mean, PG-13 should be okay for a comic book. It's a comic book. Yeah. Unless you're Deadpool. Deadpool's the only thing that needs to be rated R. Yeah, I mean, there are some that... But we're talking Superman. Yeah. Batman. Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Aquaman. Like, these are, like, mainstream... Like, I don't... I hope they don't do an R-rated, because I feel like that's just, like, yeah, we're edgy for the sake of being edgy. Yeah. Like, that's just... Don't need to be. No. No. No, you don't need to do that. And I'm a big Zack Snyder fan. I like a lot of his work. Like, Watchmen. Yes. That should be rated R. It makes sense. Justice League... No. No, you got a guy who talks to fish. <laughs> Super friends. He has good conversations. <laughs> he has in-depth, thought-provoking conversations with sea cows. <laughs> he rides a seahorse. 
Come on. That should be PG <laughs> slash PG-13. I concur. At the most. I concur. There's no reason for that to be R. No. No reason. You're just being edgy for the sake of being edgy. <laughs> at that point. At that I point. I agree. I agree. So, um, in short, I mean, do we, is there any other announcements we got to talk about? I think we hit everything. <sighs> yeah, I don't think there's much more. I mean, it was just bananas. It was a lot. It was just bananas. It was, it was a lot. And we threw a lot at you guys, too. There was a lot going on um, this week to the point where, like, you know what? It's it's probably best to just, yeah, we could take a break, uh, a week off of doing reading comic books. Can I can I just do just a simple little little excerpt? Yeah, go ahead. I I mean, I I searched Christmas comic books, all right, and you know I'm reading and I'm reading and I'm reading and and this one, it just tickled my fancy. Did it? It was it was just an amazing. Now this was from a uh, comic book that had a lot of different stories in it, and I'm only gonna elaborate on one. Because this one comic really, it just it just made me interested in in the material, so I'm going to send it right now to you, sir. And I'm going to ask you to skip ahead. Now this is from the Gwenpool Holiday Special. I'm a big Gwenpool fan. That's what brought me to it. But the Gwenpool stuff, the Spider-Man stuff, it just didn't do it for me. Right. I just didn't. I, that, that, I was like, okay, this is entertaining. This is entertaining. But Got there it. is a story in this called The Happy Hydra Holidays. <laughs> and it's around our greatest friend, the Red Skull. Mm. Okay? Now, in this book, we start off with the wonderful Red Skull. And it, this is the best Christmas ever! Every terror organization put aside their differences and come together to take over the eastern seaboard. Hail Hydra! Everybody, hail Hydra! And we got the the Red Skull sitting there. He's happy as could be. Hydra's behind him. They're so happy. They're so happy. Then we get, Hail Hydra! Mobile industry! Hail Hydra! Hail Hydra! Scuba Death Squad! Hail Hydra! Hail Hydra! Weird man bear! We're created in a lab! And it says it's grunting. Sounds that makes it seem like existence itself is painfully for this thing. So we got a man bear pig almost, <laughs> but it's just man bear. We haven't put the pig in there, right? Hail Hydra consequences, folks. Fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see Red Skull, and he's going to get a cup of coffee. Hail Hydra food court checkout, Clack. Hail Hatred. Don't you just love what you do? What the fuck? What? No, no. Hail Hydra, not Hail Hatred. <laughs> it's Hail Hydra, not Hail Hatred. <laughs> Wait, what? No, 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 no. Stop it. And she says, not anymore. Corporate is making a sale. Hail Hatred now. Since we joined with the court or the other terrorist groups, we have always been hell hatred. What the butt are you talking about? And she says, look, guys, I just say what they tell me to say. And it says, hail hatred from corporate. Re, what to say when the Red Skull inevitably freaks out about this? Look, guy, it's just what I have to say. It's what they tell me to say. Very it, says, it says, minutes later, most honorable counsel of the shadowy elders. Yes, Red Skull. What, are the, what the butt are you talking about? 
This is Hail Hydra. Sorry, Red Skull, but we didn't want to offend any of the newly allied mercenaries, splintered cells, and the death squads. Oh, come on, Marisco. This is going to be... It's not going to offend anybody. People have complained. Well, who has complained? Apparently, Jared complained. A guy named Jared. And, excuse me, are you Jared? Who are you? Says Jared. Who am I? I'm the fucking Red Skull. <laughs> I, I, I've been, I put a organization since day one. Who are you? And Jared says, I'm Jared Price. I was just hired to run the Hydra social media accounts. What the hell is social media? God damn. What is... This is hell. Do you know how many people I've had killed? People that I have watched for me that I have killed? Uh, yeah, I do, and so does JustBooty.com. They've really been laying into you about it. Uh, I was hard to make the more appealing. Uh, uh, God damn it, this is hell Hydra. God damn it. Listen, Red Skull, not everybody hails Hydra these days. For example, my terrorist group hails Hippogriff, and I have a lot of friends that... Hail Spiky Sand! Hail Spiky Sand Monster! This garbage! It's Hail Hydra! I don't know what the sand is, Spiky Head! Ah, this is bullshit! Sorry, Red Skull, but the times have changed. This, this way, everybody's happy. And then we have a shot of Red Skull sulking on a stairwell. And we hear from a speech bubble out of nowhere. Oh, what's wrong, Red Skull? Nothing! And then the next, we see... Really? Does it seem like nothing? We see Hawkeye strung up on a bullseye board. Ah, oh, don't you care, Hawkeye. You're just going to tell me to go fuck myself. <laughs> Days like these, I wish uh, Hitler was still alive. I always knew how to cheer me up, Hitler did. Every day. <laughs> Come on. Talk to me. Let, 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 let me see what can help. When did this book come out? This was like 2016. This is fairly recent. <laughs> this is unbelievable. This is great. This is great. <laughs> all right, fine. So, all right, after I started Hydra, I led mission to kidnap the Pope. I guess all odds we were successful, and we were riding off our Zeppelin together. With one voice, we all shouted, Hail Hydra! Captain America defeated us the next day like always, but uh, saying those words made me feel alive and connected to the pure spirit of terrorism. And now it seems like everyone's trying to take that feeling away from me. And Hawkeye says, here, try this. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Think of a happy memory. And then go fuck yourself. <laughs> You jerk, I, uh, God damn it! <laughs> Later that night, we see we see Red this Skull. This is unbelievable. Red Skull sleeping in a goddamn bed with a with a, a knit hat on, like Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, who is that? Old friend? Oh, is that you, Adolf? Good to see you, Johan. Now come along. We are not the think to be late. Oh my God, am I dead? No, we are just uh, taking a trip to the past. The past? Wait, what the science here? You're a ghost, but you can also time travel? And Hitler says, <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the Christmas car? Of course. Is that, I'm doing exactly that. 
So Hitler is the ghost. He's like he's like uh, the, the Marley brothers. Marley and Marley. Fucking Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I know this place. Is this a Vatican? And that's me. This is the night I kidnapped the Pope. Oh, God, look at me. I was so young. Everybody knows the plan. Good. Now, before we begin, let's all drink some energizing asbestos toxic. Ah, Uncle Nathan asbestos tonic. The asbestos is good for your lungs. <laughs> then the ghost of the Red Skull says, Oh, boy, we were wrong about that one. And we see the young Red Skull kidnapping the Pope. And we see the uh, the spirit of the Red Skull with the spirit of Adolf Hitler. Oh, wow, this is even better than I remember. And then we see... <laughs> oh, boy, here comes my favorite part. And we see Red Skull, the ghost of Red Skull, the ghost of Adolf Hitler. They're watching the Zeppelin sail off after they kidnap the Pope. And uh, the ghost of Red Skull and the ghost of Adolf Hitler. Wait, what's going on? Didn't we say Hadra? I've been remembering this wrong. And then that's when Hitler says, Oh, Johan, you silly boy. You only thought you were saying it because you were facing the spirit of the Vodos and the spirit of the matters. Anytime and ready have your profound emotional realization. Because, and then Hitler, and, uh, Red Skull says, No, because I still feel like no more talking. You will be having your Profound emotional reaction now. Unid. So basically, the Red Skull thought he was saying Hail Hitler all these years, but he wasn't. He just felt that he was saying Hail Hitler. Mm. It was a feeling of emotion. He thought he was saying it, and the fact that he thought it, that was enough. Wake up! And there's Red Skull waking up with his knit cap on. Huh? Oh, wait, I was dreaming. And <laughs> this is my favorite shot. And he wakes up, and he sees the ghost of Adolf Hitler, and he goes, Ah! Forgot me in valet on Schnikes. So goes the ambiguity. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and then we see Adolf Hitler, or we see uh, Hitler sneaking out of the window, and we see the Red Skull. He wakes up. Everybody else is wrong. Who cares if we say Hydra or Hatred or even Hell Gold Monster? The words aren't important. It's very important. It's remembering why we say those words. And we say them to remind ourselves if we mutual love and mutual hate for one another and our combined goal of destroying people we like, don't like. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> and then one of the Hydra agents goes, not really. Our superhero showed up last night and knocked the snot out of all of us. And then we see uh, Red Skull being erect uh, arrested. One of the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents goes, happy holidays, Red Skull. And Red Skull goes, hey, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I honestly, I, that, that one story stood out to me <laughs> so much. It was so good, so funny. That's interesting. Um that that made that to a 2016 publication. Yeah, yeah, 2018, I believe. Actually, now that I remember, yeah, okay. yeah. I feel like the fact that they're making fun of the Nazi regime, making fun of Hitler and uh, Red Skull. I mean, I liked it. Yeah, we got to laugh at our past. You have to. I mean, yeah, to. it sucked. Let's be honest, <laughs> it was terrible. It definitely but, did. Yeah, you. I feel like you make like after reading that, Hitler doesn't seem so bad. I mean, as I mean, 
not, not that I agree with what he's saying, but that like, sounds so bad. no, no, like, 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 uh, what I'm trying to say is like, Hitler was a terrible man, yeah, and we should all fear him. But after you do this to him, he doesn't seem so fearful anymore, right? You know, you know I, what I mean. I feel like I could take him. Okay, yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, you know I get what, what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, I got what you're saying. But um, all right, yeah. So we got a book in. We got talked about a ton of news, and that is a wrap for this week's episode of the panel discussion. We still gotta think of our. Uh, oh, well, our just do one every time, you know. Hey, on the holidays. <laughs>